Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today.49ers cutback podcast time it's time to talk about the biggest x factors on the offensive side of the football not dante hall we're not we're not going like actual dante hall type x factors but we are going x factors guys who could change the offense in and of itself in its entirety in the 2022 season and uh and you know we we definitely had one of those last year the question is just going to be is debo samuel also going to be that this year for the 49ers and cut back crew before we get there hit the like button right now subscribe if you haven't already hit the notification bell that way you don't miss more videos like this talking about more different topics talking about defensive x factors which will be on another episode and ant they can also in the comment section let us know what they think about debo but who is yours who is your x factor for the offense coming into this 2022 season who is it going to be that changes the tide of the offense and just makes defenses sweat well, everyone's been talking about him all offseason. It's Debo Samuel for me. I think the things that Debo is going to be able to do uh, for the offense are going to be important. And one of those things is he's not going to have to have the football in his hands to be able to influence what defenses do. And I think how Shadan knows that he can move Debo Samuel all around and get him into the right position. So I think that when Debo's on the field, it's going to be all eyes on him. Everyone's going to be focused about where he's going to be. And I think Kyle Shanahan knows that. He's going to be able to put him in motion, move him around, uh, go with formation changes, put him in the backfield, even if he doesn't get the ball. I think those are going to be opportunities for Kyle Shanahan to manipulate the defense, to confuse uh, the defensive player's eyes, and create mismatches for other players. Uh, you throw in the fact that you're going to have some new weapons around Debo Samuel, and I think he's going to be able to flourish. I don't know if his numbers will exceed the numbers that we saw in 2021. He had an absolute fantastic year, but I do believe uh, that he could you know, have another great season, but I think the 49ers could actually have a better season on offense because of Debo Samuel's ability uh, to influence the game without the ball in his hands. Look, I think this is something that is definitely 
Definitely the the easy, not the easiest one to predict, but there's the most reasonable. It's the most likely scenario. He is the the most likely X factor, not only because he's the most recent one to have done it, Ant, but because of how he does it. Um, he can do it as a running back. He can do it as a wide receiver. He can do it stretching the field deep. He can do it over the middle. He can do it on screens. He can do it on reverses. He can do it on fly sweeps. You can hand him the football and have him throw the ball. He can do it in so many ways. And How he could can it, pass. And, and he can pass. <laughs> How could it not be Debo Samuel? I mean, he's the most likely person here. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you're wrong because you're most likely right. And anyone who's feeling like it's Debo Samuel, you're not wrong. You're right. It is Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel is the X Factor. The question will just be, though, Ant, is how is that X Factor coming into play? Because what it may end up being this year in this 2022 campaign is Debo actually getting so much attention that it frees up other guys to have potentials to break out and do big things. And here is where I'm going to go with this. Because it's very easy for me to pick another wide receiver. It'd be very easy for me to go with Elijah Mitchell. It'll be extremely easy to go with George Kittle. In fact, I think oh, George Kittle is going to have an all-pro season. Okay? You did say that in the breakdown I, video. I did. Yeah. In, in the breakdown video the other day, I literally said that. So if you yeah. missed that, by the way, you can go check that live stream and then just don't miss live streams anymore. You don't, hear, you don't miss those bold predictions. But... For me, the biggest X factor on the offense is going to be Trey Lance. There it is. And listen, listen, <laughs> a lot of you may be going, Alex, you don't get to backpedal. You've been hard on Trey since we drafted Trey. You don't get to backpedal now. <laughs> you don't get to get on the Trey train, Alex. You better stay in your lane. Stay off the train. You said two, you said two to three years. We're he only did. in year two. You got he's got one more. Listen. X factor for me can mean a lot of different things. It can. Jimmy Garoppolo was an X-factor for the offense in, in 2019 and even this past season in 2021. A lot of people don't want to hear that. But being able to check into runs, stay in runs, check out of runs, check into the right pass plays, get the ball out on time, is huge in Kyle Shanahan's offense. Huge. Field general is an X-factor. A guy who knows what plays to be in, how to get yourself in and out of the right plays, where to go with the football. Being able to general, be the general, orchestrate the offense, do what is needed. That is a skill set that not every quarterback has. Some quarterbacks are incapable of doing that, a la Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson does not want to check into run plays. Russell Wilson will force throws and force passes, even if it's not the best situation. See the Super Bowl. See the Super Bowl against the Patriots. They had no business throwing the ball in that situation. They should have handed the ball three times, and on fourth down, if you want to play action boot and use Russ's legs to your advantage, then do what you got to do. That is a situation where he was incapable of checking out of whatever was called and putting the ball in his best player's hand, do the thing that's gotten you there, that has been the identity of your football team. He wasn't able to do it. Trey Lance is a smart football player. He's not a selfish, self, a selfish football player. He's selfless. I mean, we saw that last year in terms of how he handled his role and what he did with this team. I think his development, his continual growth is going to be the biggest X factor for the offense because, Ant, teams are going to take away Debo. They're going to try to. Try, yeah. They're at times going to try and take away George Kittle. And D Trey Lance is going to have to be able to decipher and determine what teams are doing, what they're focusing on in this moment in time. What is this defense designed to do? Who are they focusing on? And then make the best decision possible. And if he can do that more times than not, the Niners offense is going to flourish with this young man because when teams take the wrong risk, he can make them pay over the top. He can. I mean, that's the thing about Trey Lance. He's one of those players that's going to make an instant impact uh, one way or the other on this football team. He's definitely pulling the strings on everything that happens with this offense. 
And Kyle Shanahan's, you know, using him as an extension of himself. Uh, he has to be able to think as if Kyle Shanahan was thinking. They have to see the game at the same way. And that was one of the things that Trey Lance talked about last year was being able to get in the same mind frame of, of Kyle Shanahan and see how he saw the game. And Kyle Shanahan had to be able to see how Trey Lance saw the game. And I'm hoping that they got it on the same page because if they did, then you're right. He could be the biggest X factor on this team because uh, this offense will not move if Trey Lance isn't able to operate at a high level. We've seen this offense struggle with a CJ Beathard, you know, with a Mullins playing quarterback. It just doesn't look the same. It doesn't work. But yet, when you put a competent quarterback like Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, it can go well. And if you put an exciting athlete with the abilities of Trey Lance, could it absolutely go over the top? That's what we're hoping, but it is an X factor because we don't know what we're going to get out of Trey Lance. And everyone talks about the two games uh, that he played last year and say, hey, this shows you know that he's going to be ready to go. It's going to be you know rockets to the air and to the moon. I look at it and say, all it really shows us is that he showed improvement. I'm hoping for that same improvement. Uh, but if we don't get it, it could be an X factor in the wrong way. And if we do get it, it could be an X factor in the way of the 49ers getting to an NFC Championship uh, game again and potentially winning and this time going to the Super Bowl. He could be the biggest X factor for their success. He can also be the biggest X factor for their downfall and the detriment of the offense and the stalling. Um, it could be either way. Look, two games is too small of a sample size. His college career is too small of a sample size to know with certainty. We've been consistently saying this. Are there positives to glean from the college career? Absolutely. Is there, is there positives to glean from the two games? Absolutely. There's positives to glean from the preseason all the way to the end of the season. There are lots of positives. There are also some negatives. There are also some concerns and questions. And Trey's job now is to iron those things out and give us all the warm fuzzies inside. That's what we want. We want the warm fuzzies when Trey Lance steps on the field because people are tired of being uncertain when Jimmy Garoppolo throws a pass over the middle. That's what people are sick it's of. True. They want to feel comfortable knowing the ball is coming out of the quarterback's hands, and Trey Lance is going to have to, for a good chunk of, of the fan base, going to have to show that he can do that consistently. Yeah, he is. You know, and I think I think he's going to have the entire fan base behind him, though. They're going to want this guy to be able to succeed. Well, well yeah, yes, because the Jimmy Sands will just leave. Well, potentially. Yeah, I they'll mean, just leave. I, I think in the long run, people want the 49ers to win. If you're a 49er fan, you want them to win. And, you know, I, I think that actually the two X factors we have can actually work uh, in concert together to be able to produce you know, for this football team. Because I do think Debo Samuel is going to take some of the pressure off Trey Lance with the things that he's able to do to manipulate the defense. It's going to make reads a lot more easier and more defined. When you motion Debo Samuel across and everyone's looking at him and you see the defense move to be able to take him away, that's going to open up two uh, Trey Lance, what he's looking at coverage-wise. That's going to help him understand where blitzes are coming from, who is matched up on who, and he's going to be able to go ahead and execute. So I think Debo's impact on the game is going to be felt in that way. And also, just getting the ball into Debo Samuel's hands is one of the easiest things Trey Lance can do to be successful. Find number 19, get him the football so that way he can go out and make plays because that's what he does. I don't care if it's a handoff, if it's a screen, if it's down the field, whatever it is, Find Debo Samuel who'll make something happen. And along the way, kid, I'm going to make it a little bit easier on you because when I move, everyone else moves. Very true. And so, listen, we just gave you the pitches, right? We just told you why it's why it's Debo Samuel. We told you why it could be Trey Lance. And uh, it, all along the way, we talked about all the different weapons, which means deep down inside, we feel like it's Kyle Shanahan. Let us know, <laughs> cut that crew, what you think in the comments section down below. Who's the biggest X Factor going to be for the offense in 2022? And while you're down there, don't forget to like and subscribe if you haven't already. Yeah, exactly. You know, like and subscribe. Become a channel member. Go join Patreon. Check out the exclusive content. There's a lot uh, coming your way. It's going to be a fun time. We're going to have a lot more great videos coming over the offseason, so make sure you check them out. X Factors, Ant, they're important. They're huge. And if you're in Madden, they can change the game. <laughs>
Uh, not not so much necessarily like in, in real life. They don't actually like light up and get highlighted and then go like super player saying yeah. status and stuff. But Debo is the X factor I mean, on Madden. He is that he is. I mean, well, he wasn't last year. He will be in this. He 20- is, it's already guaranteed. It came out. Okay, thank God, Madden. There you uh, go. At least they got they that, got something. Right. They got that right. <laughs> we'll see how the rest of Madden twenty three looks. But TCC, we're excited to find out who that X factor will actually be. We'll see if your prediction is right. We'll see if one of our predictions is right. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. Today we're talking about the biggest X factors on the defensive side of the football. That's right. Last episode, Ant, offensive X factors. Now, defensive X factors. And uh, in a shocking turn of events, Ant, a lot harder. This this one's tougher. Yeah. This, this one's way tougher. And the reason it's way tougher is there's more names. There's more pieces. There's more, more guys who have demonstrated that they're not just capable, Ant. They're... They're impressive. They're impressively sound. They're solid. They've been continuing to develop, and now they're all. I mean, it feels like the entire the entire first 11 on the defensive side could potentially break out and have huge seasons, and that could mean some guys sneaking up and surprising people in terms of X-Factor status and X-Factor potential. So cut back crew. Let's know in the comment section right now who you think the biggest X-Factor is, and let's see if we have anything, any similarities here in terms of uh, what, what we're thinking and what we're feeling, and then make sure you like and subscribe if you haven't already. And Ant. X factor on the defensive side of the ball. Who is it? Yeah, you know what? There's a lot of options, and I started going through, you know, running through them. Is it Bosa? Is it, you know, is it uh, Fred Warner? Uh, could it be Eric Armstead because Ooh. he's sliding inside? Ooh. Could it be Javon Kinlaw because Ooh. he's going to be healthy hopefully this year? Uh, could it be Jimmy Ward? And ultimately, what I landed on is it's actually Charvarius Ward because Charvarius Ward, the new signing, is the guy that I believe is the biggest X factor because we've seen the 49ers defense and defensive line be able to operate at a high level without the cornerbacks, you know, healthy. I mean, last year, Emmanuel Mosley was healthy for some of the season, but not the entire season. He had himself a fantastic season, uh, but Jason Verrett wasn't healthy. So we haven't got to see a full array of cornerbacks. Now that we have Tarverius Ward, he's going to be able to go in there and match up against ones, which is going to free up other players to be able to do other things. They're not, 49ers are going to, not going to have to rely on having a safety over the top of Tarverius Ward, something they had to do with Aubrey Thomas, Diablo Lenore, and Josh Norman. I mean, geez. Uh, but I think that when it comes down to it, Ward's going to give the 49ers so much more freedom on defense. And that freedom is going to allow other players to make big-time plays. And we've been talking about this for a long time. In fact, I think all of the 49ers empires have been talking about it a long time, is the fact that 49ers need to create more turnovers. And I think the fact that Ward being out there, being able to take away, hopefully, a number one receiver, is going to give D'Amico Ryans more opportunities to be aggressive. It's going to give other players opportunities to jump routes, to make plays, to come in late and hit that ball out with a peanut punch. I think that him alone is going to make a big difference, not to mention... That's also going to give the defensive line an extra second, maybe an extra two seconds to get after the quarterback. That is the difference between all the hurries that they always get. What do we always hear about Armstead? He gets so many hurries. Well, those hurries could turn into quarterback hits and sacks uh, if Tarverius Ward is able to lock down one side of the field, and then Emmanuel Mosley and Jason Verrett are able to handle the other side. Oh, boy, oh, boy. You had to go with Tarverius Ward. You just did because that was going to be mine. And you know what? We are all about, you know, being in sync here, seeing things, not, not necessarily seeing them the same, but, you know, looking through the same lens, at least understanding where we're coming from. And I 100% understand where you're coming from because before the episode, and this was this is what I was feeling. Yeah. Charvarius Ward is the X factor because if you, you're paying him, you're, I mean, you're literally paying him to be the X factor. And if he does what you think he can do, it changes the game entirely. But I can't just end the episode here and just say this is what it is. It's Charvarius Ward. Cut, you know, cut, 
print, sign the tape, moving on. There's so many names and possibilities. And because of this, Ant, I, I will make a change. I will shift here. I will shift gears. I will shift shift directions. And I will piss off Jason Hill. <laughs> hey, Jason. How are you doing? I'm hoping you're watching this right now because Eric Armstead is going to be the biggest X Factor for a lot of the reasons that you just said, Ant. The fact that those hurries last year were hurries and not sacks. Well, now you have Jarvarius Ward. You have the guys to slow things down. There's no excuses. If you're the 49ers and you're building this front for a specific way, and part of it is the shift of Eric Armstead to the interior, then Eric has to elevate. He has to become a guy that can become the big sack number guy. He has to be doing the things that we saw from DeForest Buckner on the inside. Number one, he needs to be continue to be great against the run, but number two, he has to be a dominating force there because if he can't, it takes pressure off Kinlaw, takes pressure off Ridgeway, it takes pressure off whoever that other guy is, and it continues to force teams to roll and rotate and send extra guys that direction towards him, towards Bosa, keeping the pressure on that side and giving Samson to become of the world, giving Charles Aminahieu, giving the rest of that D-line the one-on-one matchup so the whole D-line can thrive. If Eric Armstead can continue to be the dominating force that we saw basically since the move to the interior and through the postseason, if he can be that guy for 17 games for the entirety of the 2022 season, then we're talking about a potential all-pro year for Eric Armstead. We're talking about the best numbers that we've ever seen from Nick Bosa. We're talking about potential for a bunch of turnovers for this 49ers defense and Charveris Ward being worth every penny that you spent on him because your D-line can get home in a big way. Yeah, you know what? You're not wrong. I think there is potential for Eric Armstead to have a big year, and he could be an X-Factor. We know he was an X-Factor last year in the run defense. Absolutely. Uh, when he moved inside, that defense definitely changed. And he started keeping a lot of the bodies that were being able to you know, double-team and then push to second level off of Fred Warner. So Fred Warner was able to operate at a higher level. So that impacted overall how the linebackers played the game. Uh, so in that regard, he's going to have a huge impact. And I think he could also have an impact on how Nick Bosa has played during the season because mm -hmm. – if Nick Bosa is being doubled and triple teamed the way that they were triple teaming Joey Bosa last year, we know that they chipped Nick Bosa a lot. If they continue to try to do that, but Armstead wins on the interior and Armstead is getting home consistently, they won't be able to do that as much. They'll have to make sure that some of the offensive line or one of the running backs is accounting for Eric Armstead, and then that could free up Nick Bosa to make big-time plays on the outside. So I think it's one of those things where it works hand-in-hand, hand. the defensive line you know, to the linebackers all the way to the secondary. So you're right. I think Armstead could be an X-factor on this football team, and he could go hand-in-hand hand with what Charverius Ward is going to bring to this team, which could be a little bit extra time for this defense defensive line to get home and potentially some big time plays could Eric Armstead and Nick Bosa start producing some strip sacks in a shocking turn of events and I went with the with the position that has been the most important for San Francisco since Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch took over and you went with the position that Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch have up until this offseason essentially ignored it was an afterthought it was a position they were willing to be weak at because of the strength of the front and now they've built both of these things up. They've built up their front. They continue to. And they've addressed the secondary in that cornerback position in a big way for the very first time in an offseason. And we're sitting here going, these are the two things that are the most important for the defense right now, which is crazy to think because of how strong your safety room is, especially at the, with Jimmy Ward. And then what your linebacking core is with the three guys you have coming back.
yeah, the front seven is probably the most ridiculously good front seven I've seen from the 49ers in a long time. You know, I mean, this would kind of rival some of the hardball days uh, where you had Justin Smith, Alden Smith, and then, of course, you know, Navarro Bowman and Patrick Willis. That front seven's ridiculous, uh, but you still had Isaac Sopawaga, you know, and other guys along that defensive line, and the depth wasn't as good, you know, as it is currently because you still had Mike Purcell and players like that coming in off the bench. That doesn't happen with this group. Uh, the way that they've built this team is fantastic, and that's why they have X-Factors all along the defense. We could have went with a, a number of guys. We went Charverius Ward. We went Eric Armstead. Both of us could have argued Nick Bosa. Uh, both of us could have argued Fred Warner. Easily. Uh, you know, that would have been easy for us to do Jimmy Ward as well and his versatility uh, to do a lot of things in the coverage and then also playing in the box. So I think the 49ers have done a very good job of adding players uh, that can make sudden impact on your team. I'm just hoping that between the two of these guys that we talked about, they can start creating turnovers. Uh, I think if the defense starts creating turnovers, that's going to take this team, like in 2019 where they started creating a lot of turnovers, from being a top five, top eight defense to the absolute best defense in the league and a championship caliber defense. Absolutely. Championship caliber defenses and to win championships in a shocking turn of events. And this this Bold. it is and this defense <laughs> definitely has the makeup and the DNA to be just that. Um they were almost that in 2019. They were almost that this past season. And they're looking to find the right formula to kind of propel this team and, and really carry the, the brunt of the work on their shoulders. Because if they can do that, it takes a lot of pressure off your young quarterback and in an offense that is still, I wouldn't say finding their identity, but starting to find their groove. And if the offense isn't having to worry about putting up 40 points a game because your defense is holding teams under 17, 14 then you're in a really great spot if you're the 49ers and you have all season long to get into your groove offensively. And there's definitely the names. The names are here. We have all the pieces. We have the talent top to bottom. The question is now, is D'Amico Ryans in this group going to take that next step from defense that is solid, a top five defense in the league, to lock down, hands down, the best defense in all of the NFL? Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's a possibility. You know, I mean, they, they still have some question marks. You know, the, the second safety opposite of Jimmy Ward, of course. Uh, there are some that believe that's not a question mark. Others believe, you know, the cornerback position is figured out, yet we don't know for sure who's going to start at the nickel corner spot. True. I think those are questions that still need to be answered. Uh, the good thing is they got a lot of talent along the way that can make some big-time plays, and they got a guy that can has proven in one season that he can pull the strings and make sure that he optimizes the the count the talent that he has on the team so i'm excited about you know what this defense could be but i'm mainly excited because we have x factors like the ones we got and you're right the attention to the secondary that the 49ers paid during this offseason has been important and getting a corner like Charverius Ward is different than anything they've done. It's it's close to what they did with Richard Sherman, uh, but Sherman was coming off an injury. Sherman was definitely a lot cheaper. They went out and paid top dollar for Charverius Ward, understanding what a secondary player of his cal caliber added to this team. Uh, so I'm excited about the cornerback position, and it's all because of Ward. And I did not expect that move. We were kind of hoping it was going to be a big-time corner. Uh, but when it came down to it, we always just thought they are just going to go edge rush again. They're going to go defensive uh, line again. But this time they didn't. They went ahead and they made sure they took care of the secondary. And I think overall that does make the defensive line better. It does. It makes the defensive line better. It makes this defense better top to bottom. It gives them more ways for them to attack, different ways for them to, to craft their game plans and being able to actually lean on the secondary now and put some onus on them. And, hey, this is on you. This this week is all about you being able to shut down. It ain't about the D-line getting to the quarterback. If they get to the quarterback this week, great. Uh, but if they can't, do your job. Do your job and let's not have any hiccups or issues. Um, it's been a while since we've been able to say that about a 49er secondary. Yeah, it is. You know, I mean, there were times in 2020 where the secondary played lights out. Agreed. Uh, that defensive line wasn't as good as they could have been, but that was a healthy Jason Bright and a healthy Emmanuel Mosley. 
both of them are still on the roster and you added Tavarius Ward as well. Hopefully Verrett is healthy again. And then maybe we'll see, you know, a, a top to bottom, you know, really good secondary. Uh, I, I'm hoping that because we haven't really seen a lockdown cornerback uh, position yet. And if the 49ers get that, this defense could be just, I mean, crazy good. Uh, and they're going to need to because these other teams in the NFC West and around the NFC and and even in the AFC, uh, they've gotten really, really good. It's an arms race out there, and the 49ers are going to have to compete with that. And the shocking turn of events, and offense has become an emphasis around the league, and the, the league is catering to offenses, and the Niners are building a very strong defense. So we'll see if that pans out in their favor. We'll see who the biggest X factor ends up being. And if we got it wrong, let us know in the comment section down below right this moment let us know who it actually is if we didn't hit on this and if you love dars then let us know as well we appreciate the 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 constructive criticism and the differences in opinion as well as the pats on the back those always feel nice yeah i mean it i think that you know a lot of people are going to have different opinions on this and i don't think there is a wrong opinion when it comes down to it because a lot of these defensive players are going to have impacts and just some of the ones we have question marks about could end up being x factors because when you're a question mark if you pan out uh that's big time for the defense and if you don't uh, that's really going to be a struggle for the defense. So I'm I'm curious who people end up saying. So let us know in the comment section. I'm really excited to hear what you have to say. Absolutely. We want to have a conversation with you. So let's have it. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. If you haven't already, hit the notification bell. Become a channel member. All that good stuff. Or you know what? If you're on the road and you don't like having the YouTube vids up because you're like, I want to peek down and see what's going on on screen, then just throw us on Spotify. Throw us on any of the traditional podcast platforms as well. You can listen to these sweet voices and listen to these episodes and not have the fear of picking up your phone and being driving while watching YouTube. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a lot of different ways to to watch and listen. Take advantage of all of them, including the best way to support the program is heading over to Patreon, you know, and subscribing there. And there's some exclusive content that you won't want to miss, including slightly offsides or hit or miss. Go check those out. Uh, let us know what you think. So far, a lot of positive feedback on those two shows. Uh, more stuff to come. Tons more to come. Tons more coming your way. We'll see you on the next one. Cutback Crew and the Faithful. And until that time, stay safe. And remember the right way is, is always the 49ers, 49ers way. way.